Hi, everyone. This is Catherine Adams. And Elizabeth Wallace. And you're listening to Binary System Podcast number eight. And this week we're recapping Welcome to Night Vale, episode 71, The Registry of Middle School Crushes. We're going to go listen to this episode. And as always, we encourage you to listen to it because when we come back, we're going to spoil the hell out of it. See you in a minute. That's a good way to welcome us back after a hiatus, I think. A good old-fashioned heist episode. Yeah, and a good way to usher in the fourth year of Welcome to Night Vale, actually. It was a nice nice, uh, little intro. Yeah, can you believe... Well... Three years. This is going into the fourth year, anyway. So, right, right, right. Well, I mean, if, if anyone is curious about all the stuff that's going to be happening uh, in the next few months with Nightville, um, basically just go to the Welcome to Nightville website because there's a lot. Yeah. I mean, they're doing yeah. two different touring shows. I think basically. I mean, mm-hmm. they're doing their live show, but then they're also mm-hmm. doing the book tour and just yep, yep. all over the place. So tons of places. They'll be coming close to me. They'll be coming close to Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And uh, both. The live shows are going on both in the UK and the United States. They've added a third show in London. I cannot imagine how sold out it must have been like in London to do three shows. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. So very nice. Very fun. Very fun. So uh, to start out the episode, though, um, what do you think about the new intro music? Well, you know, as I guess with a lot of people, I'm like, mm, I hate change. But you know, it was, <laughs> I, I, it was nice. It was definitely uh, disparation music, but totally new intro, which I guess, you know, going into your fourth year. Yeah, change is good, I suppose. But um, I, yeah, I it's, it'll take some getting used to, I'm sure. So I think so. Um, <laughs> I didn't and, hate and it. I didn't hate it. No. And the story itself today, I thought was, you know, it was a good old fashioned heist episode, an adventure yes. story and all sorts of things about sneaking into locked vaults and Carlos having to use science and all that but i really thought some of the side bits were almost more interesting than the main storyline yeah yeah we heard about how hiram mcdaniels is going to be going to trial finally which apparently they don't usually have trials in night vale yeah i think this is going to be leading into a great big storyline in the future because in the past i think in night vale they either let the secret police handle it or the city council handles it and the city council usually handles it by eating the wrongdoer so they just <laughs> leave everything to them but you know, Hiram McDaniels is big, and I think yeah. the city council and the secret police have chickened out, and they're just handing yeah. it off to a trial. And it should be really the trial of the century. I mean, Pamela Winchell's going to be the prosecuting attorney, and the defense uh-huh. is Hiram McDaniels, basically. Yeah, his gold head will be doing the defense. And of course, Violet will be actually a witness for the prosecution. So he'll be taking the witness stand against the other heads. So that's all going to be interesting. And it's going to be in front of a jury of his peers. So they invite all dragons to come to the courthouse to be one of his peers. And failing that, any multi-headed creature, which they're not really sure what that would count, except possibly deer. But, you know, deer can't really be on trials. Well, I mean... Dear anarchists, everybody knows that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So that yeah, would I want to hear well. a little bit more about what prison life is like for Hiram McDaniels, because, of course, even though Violet gets a little hole that he can stick his head out so that he's not technically in prison, um, I'm sure the other four heads have had something to say about Violet's yeah. uh, thwarting them, basically. So, and yeah, now that he's yeah. the witness for the prosecution, I mean, you almost got to imagine they're going to have to have protective custody for Violet. How does that work? I have no idea. It's just, it starts getting more and more complicated. I'm like, 
does he does he get to eat different food from them? Because everybody knows prison food isn't that great, but maybe you know he gets better food outside. But it's probably all going to the same stomach. So I don't know. I don't know complications. Very complicated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the other side bits uh, was just the one little puzzle that they did about spot the differences. So. Yeah, when you usually have two different pictures that you look at, but this was apparently an audio puzzle that you had to figure out. And um, I think one of them was in the second picture, the cow has all its blood. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, only, predictably and, and one of them was only the first picture scares me. Oh, and we also got to hear about Night Vale's version of like, loot crate or the marvel collector core you know those boxes that you get every month with different things in them which i don't think i could ever do because i don't know this chances are there's going to be something in the box that i didn't want and i'm like well no, i just paid money for something that i don't want to own so I, i'm not, basically I'm, just like i have so much trouble with clutter in the house i don't want a guaranteed box of extra clutter that i don't no. entirely know what's in it every time but of course no i'm I'm no fun. <laughs> that's that, that's <laughs> no, no. It's it's that's not it. That's not it. It's just I'm I'm frugal, and by frugal I mean really cheap. But that's okay <laughs> that, too. <laughs> that works as well. Jada does one uh, for a cosmetic company. I sent her a text and asked if she could tell me which one it is, but I haven't heard back yet. But she really liked me, you know, like nail polishes and lotions and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I have nail polishes in my fridge that I'm currently not using, so that wouldn't work for me either. For some reason, I get the idea I'd only get much out of one that has different kinds of you know beer or something you know that, yeah, what, that I means definitely it that. means no clutter because basically you yeah. drink it and it's gone yeah yeah i've heard the same for like one that's like different kind of cheeses and i'm like oh i like cheese also good. <laughs> once again you know <laughs> once again cheap but um yeah so this is the night veil version of it and it's called a venom box and it sends you a box full of venomous creatures every month and i love sounds... the theme names i mean i could sit down oh, yeah. i'm i'm thinking the tumblr people are going to have to think up all new different themes for this sort of thing because the first one i mean excuse me last month's was hidden but deadly <laughs> and the one for this month i loved fanged and impossibly quick <laughs> so and apparently it comes in a very flimsy box as well so yeah, and, uh, fun. That was a wonderful quote from cecil that the only thing worse than getting a box full of venomous creatures is getting a box that was supposed to have venomous creatures in it but doesn't <laughs> <laughs> he definitely started out really enthusiastic in the beginning and by the end he's just like i've almost died several times so and apparently you you order it by not ordering it or by trying mm -hmm. to keep it out of your house so either way you're going to get a box of venomous creatures good luck <laughs> we also had the traffic which i guess you could probably sum up the traffic by calling it presumably because it's about a woman who's going into a bar with a car that she presumably bought at some time, presumably in the past, and she presumably grew up and was a child, presumably, and had a mother. And, and then it kind of goes to where she's asking for a drink from the bartender, who presumably was very nice and presumably was leaving his shift and gets out into his car and goes home and presumably lives his life and has tons of regrets before he dies. And I'm like, I got dark really fast. It took but, a turn there. Yeah, it really did. So that was our traffic. Uh, but then the heist was very meta, don't you think? I do, I do. Yeah, it's the plan is Janice, Cecil's niece, really wants to get a hold of the registry of middle school crushes in order to destroy it. So she got the help of Cecil, Carlos, Steve, Abby. Abby. Is that her mother? Yeah, that's her mother. And uh, okay, um, right. old woman Josie with all of the uh, creatures that cannot legally be called angels. That's right. That's right. And they all had their plan in this. And at first, Cecil didn't talk a lot about the plan because he didn't you know, want to give too much away. But then he's like, oh, I, I can't. I can't resist. I have to 
give you all of the details about it. And it's a very complicated, you know, kind of fitting that Mission Impossible just came out. So this is kind of fits in with that sort of theme right there because it's all like, you know, they're luring themselves on harnesses that Janice made from a home burg- home cat burglar kit that she got from a box of cereal. And you've got the angels or tampering with the thought detectors and then they've got you know strapped frozen peas to them to thwart the heat detectors and then they have to hook up a whole series of mirrors to show an empty hallway and just all very complicated and Cecil's talking about all this and like oh no I've just found out the city council found out that this heist is going on I don't understand how that could happen we'll take you to the weather <laughs> I like the weather this week it was kind of it was fun. a sort toy like piano a- was a main part of the yeah. background noise yeah. I, I like that for some reason that's yeah. always appealing to me yeah it was kind of like almost felt like almost like a 60s kind of tune at some points but also like a broadway musical in a couple bits yeah what was the uh, the band name and the the band is toys and tiny instruments so that makes sense appropriate with the piano yeah and the song is called my postcard but it's definitely i liked it i thought it was fun it was oh. good well, we get back from the weather, and Cecil says basically that none of that stuff that he mentioned actually happened. No. Nope. Yep. Everybody, so everybody he was just except, telling a story. Yep. Everybody except Janice is still at home, asleep in bed, and he told that whole story basically to fool the city council because they go roaring down into the basement, into the registry, throwing open all the doors, leaving Janice, who has taken her wheelchair down the elevator and has been sitting there waiting. And when they go past, she just slips in and grabs the registry of middle school crushes and leaves. That's it. That's it. I like how they said that she went down there in the elevator in her stealth wheelchair of her own designing oh that's cool so. janice so so basically janice is start, starting to sound more and more kick-ass every episode yeah yeah she really is she really is. so instead of being this big multi-person heist it was a two-person heist cecil and janice and so then cecil cool. had to talk a little bit more about just basically about stories and how mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. universe begins and ends with a person sitting at a campfire telling a story I like yep. that. It yep. was very, that very was Neil very... Gaiman, I thought, sort of, sort yes. of idea. Extremely, extremely, yeah. And then we close the episode and we have a new outro song as well. I'm like, oh, a change. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like change. No. I don't even know what it's It was a nice song, anymore. but still, it was different. It was different, yes. That's, that's all for the episode. It was a nice, short, to the point episode. Uh, very fun. I, I, like, I, it was a good story. It was just sitting back and listening to a story, which I like. But other than that, what has been going on? Um, I'm in the middle of season two of The Walking Dead, so slowly oh, but surely creeping in. I got to the well zombie episode, and I'm glad that you <sighs> warned me about that one. Yeah, everybody talks about that one. That one was intense. You um, know, the whole the walkers thing, it's kind of a variable contagion sort of thing, because everybody mm-hmm. talks about the fact that, of course, if you get bitten by one of them, uh, you yeah. turn into a zombie. And the though the well zombie didn't bite anybody, his top half was still up on top, but, you know, he split apart and all those pieces go into the well, so they have to fill in the well, because, of course, that's no longer usable. So, but then you have things like Daryl chopping off zombies' ears and hanging them on a string around his neck, 
Meanwhile, mm-hmm. he's bleeding all over the place from having fallen down a hill. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it just seems like zombies are amazingly contagious and generally people don't tend to care. It's like, you know, you would think that they'd be walking around with spare gloves and whatever, just just in case they came in contact with something that a zombie had touched. This is awesome because for me listening, and I'm sure for any other listener who's already caught up with The Walking Dead... <laughs> There's some information you're going to get. Oh, okay. So once you get that okay. information, there will be a lot of a lot of questions will be answered. All of the questions that you were just asking, they, you will get an answer to all of that. Okay, so, so basically not... they've covered this. That's good. I was yeah. starting to get a little worried that it was one of those magical things that's only really, really contagious when they need it to be for the story. Yeah, it's interesting because I remember there was an episode of the Comic Issues podcast where I'm talking to Anthony and Drew about this. And I was just wondering, it's like, but then, and how does this work? And how does it, how can they drink stuff? How can they eat stuff? And they're both nodding. They're like, you're going to find out. And I'm like, okay. And you do. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's good. I'll have to, I did two episodes today, so I'll have to see if I can power through as many of them as possible. Cause they, the first season only had five episodes that surprised me. Yeah. 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 I think, I don't, I don't remember why that was a thing. I, maybe they, they just basically weren't all that sure that people would take to zombies, but you know, they did. They sure as heck did. And I actually just got done with the Sense8 show, the Netflix original show. It was good. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. It's short. It's probably only, I want to say like 13, 12, 13 episodes maybe. Um, but it's, it's very slow going. So you really kind of have to, and I, I went into it knowing that. I heard that that was the biggest complaint about it from people is that it takes a while to get geared up. It's such a visual show. So interesting. I mean, so many great scenes. Um, and there, the payoff for getting through the slow bits is always good. Every time there's always something that's going to happen. You're like sitting here and see this one scene go by. You're like, yay, awesome. So yeah, it's, it was it, a, little bit of a, a little bit of an odd ending, though. I'm not entirely sure. It, it wrapped things up a bit, but at the same time left it open for a sequel, which I hadn't, I had thought it was based on a book. And I thought that the show just followed the book and then it was done but it does seem to be left open and it didn't quite wasn't quite as satisfying as i was hoping but all in all i really liked the whole show well i may have to give that a try i yet another tv show uh nathan actually started watching orphan black and he's watched the first two episodes and he said you need to watch the first two episodes because it's really good so yeah I've i've heard a lot about that yeah we had talked at one point before you came up with the idea of binary system for the podcast name we'd talked about other possible names and i had wanted to do clone cast and i think we may have mentioned this on the show before but that's actually an orphan black recap podcast oh okay yeah so interesting very appropriate Nice, nice. But the nice. other thing that I'm trying to catch up on is Danger Mouse. Me too. I am it's, so it's glad. So I'm so glad Netflix decided to upload all of them in order because now I yeah. just sit down and binge watch like two, three episodes oh. a night. Just yeah. still so much fun. It holds up so well. And this show really is at least 35 years old now, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And or 33, I think. I think in September when it comes out will be to the day. 33 years since the very first episode aired. And it's interesting in the panel that we went to at Comic-Con, they were talking about how Danger Mouse is considered a comedy in the UK, but that Americans tend to consider it an adventure show. And I liked what you said about it. You're like, that you didn't consider it an adventure show. It's, it's a bunch of surreal things happening. It really is. It's always weird. Very weird from beginning. And the like, some are just over the top weird, like the dream machine or the 
custard. Oh, that's a boy. That's a weird that's one. Just, so it, yeah, I, almost like an acid trip. I would have to imagine yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, random. Definitely. The hallway scene from Yellow Submarine, where the characters are standing at the front of the hallway, and there's this endless hallway stretching out beyond them, and random doors opening, and just things moving back and forth and chasing each other. That happens in a Danger Mouse episode. Yep, it's it's definitely worth a look. You know, and the episodes are like what. 20 minutes tops and those are the really long episodes so just sit back and watch a few episodes yeah and apparently for a little while you know i checked wikipedia about the episodes some of the individual episodes were five minutes long which is why but we only ever saw them in two-parters when they aired in the u.s so because they would just cram them together which i kind of think flows better i mean i can't imagine watching a five-minute episode i've also been trying to get caught up on all the transformers issues and they just released time of recording last wednesday the combiner hunters one shot i highly recommend it it was really sarah petrie drosher does the art and it's really gorgeous and the colors i forget the colorist's name i apologize the colors are really very interesting they're kind of like i put up in the review that they're really saturated but they have this almost faded texture going over top beautiful stuff and the story's great and it's sort of opening up a new arc to happen and you've got windblade in it but you have another fan created character in there but it doesn't it doesn't feel to me like a fan created character it's not like something like all thousands of fans like oh do this do this do this no it, it feels like well planned and well done and so i want to learn more about this character now the artist is she the same person that's done uh issues of wind uh windblade before i don't think so i think that's can't remember her name. I'm a bad fan. Um, no, I think I want to say that Sarah Petra Drosher has done a bunch of covers, but I don't believe she was Windblade. I'm not sure. I got to look it up. I should have probably looked it up before we started this podcast, but now I'm too lazy to check. But, um, <laughs> really beautiful. Really, really very, very beautiful. And I guess not this coming week, but the week after we might get a new More Than Meets the Eye. So I really hope that there's going to be another issue of More Than Meets the Eye. Uh, this Friday, because I'll actually be working at the office uh, this Friday, which basically means that after I get off work, I run to the comic book store and I buy a whole bunch of comics and I go to the coffee store and sit down and drink a lot of sugared stuff and read comic books. And sometimes I wonder if I'm even an adult now, because it doesn't feel (laughs) like it sometimes. No, no, hell no. And hell with that. Who wants to grow up no (laughs) if it means you can't go get coffee and read comic books books. i don't want to have any part of that no but that's all for this week please send us your fan art recommendations or fan art that you've created that's fine too because we love all of it and you can get this podcast on itunes look for binary system or you can also find us on the website at pixelatedgeek.com with a lot of reviews we've still got content that's coming through from comic-con lots of pictures if you were a cosplayer at this year's comic-con we have so many cosplay pictures you just might be in there someplace and if you see yourself give us a shout out because we like to give you credit that'll wrap us up so we will see you guys in two weeks talk to y'all later (laughs) 